0: Amen. Happy Thanksgiving week. And um, our children that are still on their way coming from school, they will come home safely. In the mighty name of Jesus. Those of them that are out of town and planning to spend Thanksgiving with us, the Lord will bring them safely. In the mighty name of Jesus. There is a word for somebody here today. Yeah, like that, amen, And I know that every one of us seated, none of us will go back the way we have come. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want to use this opportunity to thank my pastor, I want to thank my daddy. I want to thank my brother. I want to thank my husband for this opportunity given to me. It's not every pastor's wife that has this, so I am not taking it for granted. Mm-mm. Amen. I thank God for touching him, that he's giving the youth the opportunity, the men, the women. Nobody's left out. And um, I do appreciate you. I love you so very much. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So my text today is taken from the book of Exodus. It's a bit of a long read, but I'm going to read it. And... Throughout the service, I am going to read some scriptures. And the first one, the text is Exodus 32. I'm going to read from 21 to 28. Exodus 32, 21 to 28. And Moses said unto Aaron, what did this people unto thee, that thou hast Brought so great a sin upon them? And Aaron said, Let not thy anger of my Lord wax hot. Thou knowest the people that they are set on mischief. For they said unto me, Make us gods, we shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt. We want not what is become of him. And I said unto them, whosoever had any gold, let them break it off. So they gave me. Then I cast it into the fire and there came out this, just cast it into the fire and boom, And when Moses saw that the people were naked, for Aaron had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies, then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Let him come unto me. And all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together unto him. And he said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Put every man he sought by his side and go in and out from gate to gate throughout the camp and slay every man his brother and every man his companion and every man his neighbor. And the children of Levi did according to the word of Moses and there fell of the people that day about 3,000 men. Brethren, when we look at our lives, we simply gloss through all our accomplishments. We just gloss through it. And what do we do? We dwell on the negatives. We dwell on the negative occurrences. We dwell on the negative words that have been said to us. We dwell on the negative things in such a way that it is so impossible for us to move towards our goals. So our goals are made impossible because we are dwelling on the negative. During my sessions as a therapist, at the last, very last session, what I usually tell my client is, pick a time frame, and within that time frame, maybe one year, six months, do not think about negatives. Think about everything that you have accomplished. Sometimes it's difficult for people not to even think about one negative. But I tell them, just think positive, all the things that you have accomplished. And then I give them some other assignments towards that. And then I tell them, tell me a challenge that you overcame before you start looking forward. And by the time I encourage them to look forward and focus on their ideals, I always, without any failure, without any doubt, I, I end up with people that are excited to go forward because they have looked at their past and they have seen that they have accomplished quite a bit. But before then, they were kind of looking at all the negatives, but now they see, wow, So if I did that, I can do more in the future. So they go back feeling empowered because they have looked at their best possible self. The children of Israel, their song was short-lived. The man of God told us about their wonderful song, the word of God says so, but it was short-lived. Why was it short-lived? because they did not see God in anything that they accomplished. Look at what they said. They said, this man that brought us up, out of Egypt, not God. They saw Moses, and Moses was no longer with them because he was seeking the face of the Lord. And they did not see him anymore. And what did they do? They decided to help themselves. They did not remember Exodus 13, 21 and 22, the pillar of cloud. They forgot. They didn't remember that. Could Moses have brought that pillar of cloud? They didn't remember the pillar of fire by night. Was it Moses that brought that? uh mm But they saw Moses and they failed to recognize that God was in it all. All they saw was a very bleak future. So they couldn't move forward. Very, very, very sadly, what happened then is happening today. We are not seeing God in all our accomplishments. It's I, me, myself. We leave God out of everything that we have accomplished. And when things go wrong, what do we do? We just break down. Today, you're about to hear one of the simplest messages that you might have heard the whole Yeah, very simple message, and I pray that you will open your hearts to receive what the Lord has for you because the world is becoming so very chaotic in such a way that some young people, in fact, a young person that I I, I spoke to, two young people that I spoke to recently said they are afraid to get married and have children. Because if the world is like this now, what would the world of their children be like? When children are being taught satanic doctrines at school, being introduced to Satan, when children are being taught that it's okay to marry a man to marry a man and a woman to marry a woman, they said they are freed. And I wonder how many people feel that way amongst our young people. That is why today I want to bring this message to you. Even as you look towards your Thanksgiving dinner in another couple of days, actually bringing 2023 rapidly to an end. You may be saying, what am I going to be thankful of? Because what I have planned to be, I have not been. I have not accomplished. So Thanksgiving Day, what am I thanking God for? So the word for you, it simply is, come, stay on the Lord's side. Just come, stay on the Lord's side. I'm gonna break these words in such a way that you will be able to comprehend better. Come as we know it is an invitation that we hear nearly every day. Come, come. But in this text context, it's saying, Come and present your bodies a living sacrifice, according to Romans 12. 1 Paul says I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service Come Come The fact that you're here You accepted that invitation, and I say congratulations. If you're watching online and you have heard the word come, that means you were invited and you came. Congratulations. The text that we read, Moses invited the people, and he said, come come. Only one tribe came. Only one tribe came and 3,000 men died. Nobody's going to die in Jesus' name because you have already come. Hallelujah. Congratulate that person beside you and say, congratulations, you came. By the way, do you know that we have all been created to choose? And even if you decide, I don't want to make a choice, you have already chosen. So we have all made that choice to be in the presence of the Lord today. But Jesus said something in Luke 9.23. Luke 9:23, and he said, That is Jesus to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Whoa, those are hard words. Deny yourself. How many of you have denied yourself? Oh, nobody in the house. So you have come, but you have not gone through the process of denying yourself. And that is why today the Almighty God wants to encourage you in a very special way because he wants this year to end perfectly. So coming to the Lord involves denying of self. Throw away pride. There is nothing that you have today that was not given to you. You did not accomplish anything by yourself. He did it. Hallelujah. You did not keep those children by yourself. He did it. Those teenagers that think that they are, their lives are forever and ever and they go, especially when you give them those cars. You know, that's why your insurance is so high. You know, you just buy the car, you give it to them and they feel that, yes, nothing can happen to me. And they go in and out. Is it you that kept them? He did it. So, coming to the Lord... Involves denying yourself and your pride because you are nothing without him. In Luke nine twenty four, He said, For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man's advantage that if he gains the whole world and loses himself, or be cast away. What is your gain? You build that big house. You, you you drive the most expensive car. And at the end, you die. You die. I heard of somebody that was so in love with his Mercedes that at his funeral or before he died, he said that they should Put the Mercedes uh, there. Nobody is part of his uh, grave uh, site. Mm -hmm. It's a true story. I be pastor. We heard it. (laughs) Coming to the Lord involves separating yourself from certain people, places, and things. For those that are recovering from substance abuse, that's part of the relapse prevention plan. Separate yourself from people, places, things that will cause you to relapse. I have a question for you. I'm talking about those that are addicted to drugs and alcohol. But what is your addiction? most of us have addictions you need to separate yourself in coming to the lord maybe that separation has not happened that's why you couldn't raise yourself your hands and say yeah i have denied myself we're talking about coming when you come to the Lord, your life is different. Paul, remember what Paul said? He said in Philippians 3, 7, and 8, Philippians 3, 7, and 8, in the Amplified um, Message Bible, it says, um, but whatever former things were gained to me, as I thought then, these things... Once regarded as advance and advancement in merit, I have come to consider as loss, absolutely worthless, for the sake of Christ and the possible and the purpose which He has given my life. But more than that, I count everything as loss compared to the priceless privilege and supreme advantage of knowing Christ, Jesus my Lord and of growing more deeply and thoroughly acquainted with him, a joy unequaled. For his sake, I have lost everything. I consider it as garbage, so that I may gain Christ. That is what coming to the Lord is about, coming. Coming to Christ, as we read earlier, is taking up your cross. The cross is what? It's pain, pain. The cross is weakness. The cross is just anything that is undesirable. You have to take it and just bring it to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Carrying your cross means letting go. Letting go. That person that has hurt you Let go. That person that stepped on your toes, let go. Just say the ouch and let go. That's what coming means. Okay, let's move on, let's move on, let's move on. And the second word that says stay, stay. What does stay mean? Stay means wait. When you come, you stay. When you come, you wait for the Lord to do what he wants to do with you. When you come, you linger in the presence of the Lord. Look at what Isaiah 40, 31 says. It says, but those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for and hope in him will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God like eagles rising towards the sun. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. That is what happens when you come and stay. When you come and stay, one thing that I have observed in my Christian work is that when people come, stay for a while, they go, by the time they come back to the presence of the Lord, they are looking for where to fit in because there's no vacuum. There is absolutely no vacuum in the Lord. When you leave, God will bring somebody that is even better than you. I have witnessed it over and over and over again. And that is one of my, that's why one of my prayers, my favorite personal prayer is God, please don't replace me. Because I know there's somebody better than me, And I don't, I don't want that person to be seen. I want to be there doing the work of God. When you come, please don't leave. Stay. There is a reason for Him bringing you to where you are serving, there is a reason for you being in HGE. Stay. It is important that we are actively pressing forward towards the goal of making heaven. Remember what Paul, Apostle Paul, said in Philippians 3, 13 to 16. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Philippians 3:13 to 16. It says, brothers. And sisters, I do not consider that I have made it my own yet. I have made it my own yet. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward what the goal to win the heavenly prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Verse 16 says, Only let us stay true to what we have already attained. Let us stay put, let us stay tuned. Brethren, (laughs) I want to tell you that it's only a smart person that would do something and it's working, and the person stays put. Why? Because they will keep doing it to improve on it and get better outcome. But when you're doing something that does not work and you keep doing the same thing, it's lunacy. And I believe in HGE, we're doing the right thing. What thinkest thou? I think so, too. I think I said right. Because we are, first of all, coming to the Lord with what? What's our motto? Yes, I think we're doing something right. So let's keep on doing it and improve on it. Let us really, really work on not only coming to the Lord, but staying stay. What did I say? Tell that person next to you. The person did not hear it. Once again, louder. Hallelujah. We need to hear it loud and clear. We are here. Let us stay. And where are we staying? You know, like, hey, oh my God, I make my boast in the Lord. Mm. I say that Heji is the best. Mm, I make my boast in the Lord. Mm. Not because of pastor or anybody. I just say I make my boast in the Lord. Heji is, is simply the. If you believe that, just wave unto the Lord. Hallelujah. For those that are still thinking about it, you better make up your mind. So you have come. You stay, but what, where are you staying? Who are you staying for? You are expected to stay on the Lord. <laughs> Ephesians 6:21 and 12, rather. Ephesians 6:12 says, For we rest, soul, not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against power, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. If you're not in the Lord, where will you find safety? If you hear, uh, if you see, let me, let me say cockroach. If you see a roach in your house, I say, eh? It's only in Africa we have this thing. so. And you have never seen it in your house before. Where would your mind go to? They have come again. But guess what? When you are in the Lord, when you are or you have made up your mind that you are on the Lord's side, whatsoever principality, whatsoever nonsense that will show up, you are ready for it. You are all ready for it because you have put on the whole armor of God. No fear. That's what happens when you are on the Lord's side. The world is getting wickeder and wickeder, but we have it. We have a weapon, and that weapon starts with the name Jesus. Hallelujah! Yes. Huh. The Lord's side. The Lord's side. Hallelujah. The battle is real. Mm-hmm. It is real. And the days that we are living in, it is open combat. Open. The witches, they are open now. They will use the internet. They will use any form that you are using. They have it all together. In fact, what they are using might be more superior than your own when it comes to the um, physical things. And that is why we do not dwell on the physical. We deal with them spiritually. And we are standing because we are on the Lord's side. Hallelujah! <laughs> so right now, as it is, you have a choice. If you're just coming to church for coming to church's sake... And you're not on the Lord's side, you better make up your mind. Because there are only two sides the Lord's side or the devil's side. There's the songwriter that says, Who is on the Lord's side? I want to know. I, am on the Lord's side. Ah, I didn't hear it well. I say, Who is on the Lord's side? I want to know because for me I am on the Lord's side and the Lord is by my side as long as I live as long as I live I am Romans 8.31 says, what shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? But guess what? You can be against you. By not coming, by not staying on the Lord's side, you have gone against yourself. So, The Lord's side, it is a place of holiness. Mm -hmm. Holiness. Righteousness. Peace. Joy. Ah. Let's look at that one first. Holiness. There are some people that are Christians only on Sundays. Mm -hmm. I hope you're not one of them. On Sundays, pastor behold the saints. But what happens Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Even Wednesday Bible studies, it's only a handful. Can you imagine how excited pastor would be to see all these people on a Wednesday Bible study? And it's not even coming here. It's virtual. So we have Sunday, Sunday Christians. And I don't think it is possible for us to maintain holiness being Sunday, Sunday Christians. Being on the Lord's side, it is not easy, but only worshipers can actually dwell there. Because when you worship God, something happens. Something John 4, 23 and 24 says, But the our commenter now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such as to worship him. God is his spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. When you are on the Lord's side, you're committed to doing his will. You will want to do his will. Matthew 7.21. Matthew 7.21 says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my father, which is in heaven. You can only do the Lord's will if you are on the Lord's side. The Lord's side. Brethren. We have so many examples of people that were on the Lord's side. And they overcame. Look at Joseph. Became prime minister. Look at David as, 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 as. I don't, do I want to use the word bad? Well, oh, Let me use it. As bad as David was. He was the apple of God's eye. You know that? Why? because he was on the Lord's side. Even when he messed up, he still went back. Mordecai, her, you know the story in the Book of Esther. He was on the Lord's side. Daniel and his brethren, they refused to eat the uh, the, the, the king's meal. And they were promoted above all the, uh, the citizens of that nation. What about the apostles? The apostles, now I'm brushing this, the apostles were so bold, even being on the Lord's side, that the men around them recognized that they had been with Jesus. So when you're on the Lord's side, there's a boldness that comes upon you that no one can explain. And that is why I want to encourage you today, as the mother of the church, as the pastor's wife, as me I want to say please let us do exactly what Joshua did He said but as for me and my house we will serve the Lord Have you made a decision the children that we have when they are little, you can say, ah, come, let's go to church. And they will follow you. But the time comes that let's go to church. I have a program, I am meeting up with a friend. I am doing this. I am doing that. Sometimes they would kind of do like they heard you. Yeah. And you come to church and you look around they are not there, you can no longer control them. For those of you that have little ones, this is the time to teach them the word of God is clear that when they are grown, they will not depart. Oh, time is going so fast. Recently, I had a conversation, forgive me if you're watching, just forgive. me. I had a conversation with my baby my last born. He's going to be 24 this week. Mm -hmm. I had a conversation with him and boy, oh boy, the what I was hearing from him, I don't think that I did it to them. I think he's going to be the strictest father ever. Oh boy, oh boy. He wants a certain thing to be done about his children. His children must do this. His children... I say, uh-huh. <laughs> this is the same person that used to come in front of us and say, I'm a difficult kid to raise. <laughs> but training up the child where he should go when he's grown, he will not depart. I'm seeing it korokoro. It is happening. Before, it was just the word of God, but I'm seeing it. So please, brethren, train those children. Take them to the Lord's side. Let them come and stay and be on the Lord's side. By the time they are teenagers and they're doing all that nonsense, no worries. They will come back to what you introduced to them. Finally, anyone who no longer cares about the things of God is not on the Lord's side. Mm-hmm. Anyone that is, on the, that is a Sunday, Sunday Christian. What did I just do? Say no more. So let us come. Let us stay. Let us be focused and let us show by our actions that we are truly on the Lord's side. I told you that this is going to be one of the simplest messages that you have heard. It's so simple. Just come and stay and be focused. Remember Nicodemus in um, John 3:3 3, 3, when he snuck and came to Jesus, Jesus said to him that the only way that you can make it is be born again. Be born again. Let me just read it as it is. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot, he cannot see because it's only when you're born again that you can even see the kingdom of God, let alone enter. So no one, according to John 6, 44, no one can come to, to Jesus, he said to me, except the Father which has sent him, draw him. And he said, I will raise him up at the last day. Brethren, for you to hear this message, it means Jesus has drawn you, God has drawn you to him, himself. You're hearing the sound of my voice because you have been drawn, because the Holy Spirit is in action. So please, brethren, please. Many are called, but few are chosen. Why not be determined to be amongst the few? You can do it, be amongst the few. Be amongst the few. It is as simple as that. I want you to rise up. If you have not received Jesus, hold on. If you have not received Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, this is an invitation because we are about to use the only thing that took us through COVID as our prayer point today. So you're here and you have not come unto the Lord, and you are not abiding in the Lord, please, this is an opportunity before we pray. Wave unto the Lord and say, Father God, see my hand. I have come to stay. I have come to say." If you're here online, I can't see you, but you can wave unto the Lord. And the Lord will accept those hands. He will see you and he will empower you to overcome because you need holiness to abide in the Lord. So please rise up. If you are here and you want to accept the Lord, the pastor will come up and he will pray for you. But meanwhile, let us rise up because we are about to do something The media will help us, they will help us to put Psalm 91 on the screen. And we are prayerfully going to read it. We're not going to rush it. We are going to read it because when we heard COVID, our pastor told us that what will sustain us Is Psalm 91. And did it happen or no? Was there any death in this church because of COVID? There was none. We were told that there were some churches that became half empty because of COVID. But this Psalm took us through. And that is why we are going to, yes, I think you should go ahead and clap for the Lord. And what made that possible? We came. We stayed. Where did we stay? On the Lord's side. So let us read Psalm 91. One, two, go. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is and my fortress, My God in him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the nonsome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers. And under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrows that fly by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy sight. And 10,000 at the right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thy eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because, which is my refuge, even the Most High thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and ardor. The young lion and dragon shall thou trample on thy feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he has known my name, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. For one minute, I want you to use that as a prayer for yourself and your family yes lord yes lord we believe your word we will continue to abide in your presence we will go nowhere because there is nowhere to go because in you we have our victory in you we have our sustenance father god we just thank you for your word oh lord god we thank you for your faithfulness, O oh Lord God. We thank you for your love, oh Lord God. We thank you for that which you have done for us as individuals. We thank you for that which you have done for us as a family. Not only as our biological family, but a church family. We thank you for the victory that we are receiving in you. Father God, we thank you. We thank you, O oh Lord God, because once again, you have reminded us that it's important for us to come and stay, and even be on your, on your side continually, to abide, to linger, and wait on you to do what you will with us. Father, we thank you for your word. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Once again, turn to that person and say, congratulations. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, pastor is going to come over. And um, in case I don't get to talk to you again, once again, happy Thanksgiving.